0: Next year, the number 2024 means open doors. It means open doors, and we're going to be preaching on that. Um, at the beginning of the year and I don't know how long we gonna push forward in it next year because one thing we get excited I'm not a hyper but we get excited when we start being declared God finna open the door God finna open the door but you better go back and you better read Esther cause Esther's door was open and the king had already declared who she was but she didn't know who she was and all her possibilities so she had to go prepare her heart she had to wrap her heart in royal cloth, clothing she had to deal with her own mind to see herself as the king saw her so the door is open you can't see it and if you saw the post that I made this week that's when we give up and go back because we don't see a way out in our mind. but he says Christ in us I'm the way the truth and the life and Christ is where in us has to be formed in us so that you can see perceive and know the way so that you can know the truth and so you can be reintroduced to the life spirit life zoe so without further ado this morning we getting ready to hear from i am Kingdom. now you got more than two minutes y'all don't don't let now now you got more than two minutes come on preacher. Amen. Prophetess Portia Lampkin.
1: What I told y'all in that me. 30 minutes. Hey Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. I'm so grateful and thankful that even throughout of this year, that God has done nothing but kept me. Yeah, and I made it all the way from January to December with the last few hours, couple of hours left before the new year. And God, I just want to say thank you. If I don't do nothing else, if I don't say nothing else, I just want to say thank you for keeping me. Because if I can go back and just think out through the years, man, people have transitioned onto their nest. You have different people who didn't make it, who went to sleep and didn't get back up. And there's nothing about because I look good. It's not because of who I am, but it's because of God's grace and God's mercy and the plan and the that I am still ticking and if I am still ticking and if I am still breathing that means that I still have purpose uh, and that means that God still have you of me so use me for your will uh, use me for your glory do whatever you want to do Lord I feel my baptism uh, if I have to go uh, by myself I'll go if my mama won't go my dad and my sister won't go come on help me D I'll go by myself just send me and I'll Go, let me. I, I said our power when we got service tonight. Let's go. Nope. Um uh, come on, Mark 4. Yeah. D give me a little bit in this, and a little bit on this stage, Mark 4. Yeah, verse, verse 35, 39, it reads, and it says, um, verse 35, in the same day when the even um was come, he said unto them, let us pass over until the other. Uh, yeah, when well, the evening he tra- wanted to transition in the dark. Okay. Okay. See, have, one thing you have to know about God is He's sovereign. He does what He wants to when He wants to do it, but He back it up because uh, um, if you ask a question, He'll give you the answer. But it was in the dark that He said, "Okay, now it's time to go." Yeah, yeah. in the dark. Uh, I, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait. Um, Verse 36, it says "And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. If you look at this, um, um, it says uh, um, in another um, commentary, the ships, they call the ships boats. And the boats represents positive thoughts. Okay, okay. Um, Verse 37, and there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, beat into the boat, the positive thoughts, so that now it was full. It, It was full. A storm came of wind, and the waves, because you know this is a cause and effect thing, because the wind blew, the effect was the water, the waves got into the boat. I won't even worry about the water, because the water wasn't nothing to be worried about, it was the waves that caused the water, it was the influence. I ain't got time. We got service. Please come back here at 10 o'clock tonight. Um, verse 38, it says, and he uh, was in the hinder part of the ship. He was at the bottom of the ship asleep on a pillow. He was comfortable. <laughs> and they awakened him. Who was they? The disciples. Who, wh- what's The disciples the twelve powers came in alignment. Man, let me get out of here. And they said unto him, they didn't call him Jesus, they said master. <laughs> this was good to me. Don't you not care what's, by, what's going on? We're perishing, bro. What you doing? And he arose. But the thing about it is Jesus was the one that went to sleep. But the master is the one that got up. Jesus was the one that went to sleep. I'm already preaching. Jesus was the one that went to sleep. But the master, after the 12 faculties, the 12 disciples, yelled to the top of their voice, they got an alignment and released a sound that shook and woken what was lying dormant yeah. Ooh, um, and he arose master and he rebuilt the wind and said unto the sea peace be still and everything ceased and there was a great God, we want to say thank you, we give you praise, we give you honor God, I decrease and ask you to increase and show yourself mighty and strong, release this word unto your people catapult their thinking, catapult their mind and help prepare them to go to the other side. God, we give you praise and we give you honor just for your selection and your choice of us because we could still be lying dormant, but thank you for tapping on our spirit and awakening in, in giant that has been asleep the whole entire time god we give you praise and we give you honor in jesus name have a seat have a seat i don't have time um on the unction of the holy ghost i want to preach under the topic the other side yeah. Yeah. the other side the other side when uh, yeah I'll go that route so when we when we speak When you hear about the term, the other side, we often think about someone uh, physically dying or transitioning, Um, uh, which is true. But it's your perception and your perspective uh, of what has been released is what you're going to get. But spiritually um, here um, is is, um, the other side. There has meaning that there has been a completion of an era. There has been a completion of an eon, and it is time to transition to your next. And when I say eon, I'm referring to an era or age or an individual um, to end a certain state of consciousness, which is called the end of the world. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna touch it. We're going into a whole nother year. I'm calling the end of the world. So, world means a state of consciousness form through the thoughts and belief of reality of external things. And what happens when that world ends in that trumpet sound? Um, and the dead in Christ, that what has been lying dormant, it comes up and we are caught up and we meet him in a higher consciousness Consciousness uh, in the air uh, lord have mercy and then i see him as he is because then i see myself as i am ah, woo. i'm so oh, so i'm gonna be calm i'm gonna be calm josh i don't know why you sat over there because i'm gonna be good today um so um, the state of consciousness um, when this world is formed through uh, um the belief in the reality of external and so, once that belief, which is that world, ends, then something else is given birth and something else is come to the top, and I start living from a standard of truth rather than a standard of opinions. I'm no longer living from um, a standard of opinions of my own thoughts and my experiences and my traumas and what other people have to say, but I live from a position of truth from what's on the inside. Of me I'm so let's get into this text um, before I get into verse 35 I want to set the stage so here in Mark we have um, Jesus is on the scene and in this book of Mark he's going through and he is speaking in parables he talks about the kingdom of God he talks about the four uh, um, four um, 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 seas and the four grounds he talks about he's out and about and he finds his disciples and he tells. Tells them, come on, I know it's your occupation, but we're going to change you over. It's not that you're going to stop what you're doing, but you're going to do it now for the kingdom of God. And so he takes them and drags them along with him, and he becomes their example, preaching and teaching truth in parables. And so when he, once he got done teaching and preaching, the sun was going down. The sun was going down, and it tells me that if something is going down, the sun is going down, something is about to die. Something is about to die. Something is about to come to an end. (laughs) So so, um, he told the disciples, he said, "Um, okay, yeah, now it's time for us to go. (laughs) <laughs> and it's <That's> like... <laughs> Um, I can imagine them uh, uh, well Jesus uh, we've been out here and you've been preaching and teaching maybe you could have uh, pause if we had somewhere to be uh, but you have to understand is that your timing uh, is not God's uh, timing and his ways uh, it's not your ways you just have to be ready uh, to submit to whatever he say uh, you have to be ready to submit to whatever he is telling you to do. even uh, if it looks crazy uh, even if it looks uh, like it's you cannot accomplish it uh, but if God said it, uh, that settles me. If God released it, uh, then I believe it. I wish I had about three people that said if he said it, uh, i believe him. Uh, and he's not like, man, he ain't going to lie, uh, but I'm going to take him at his word. I wish. So, so, so. so uh, he was done doing what he was doing. Uh, and evening had came. And he said, uh, um, y'all, it's time for us uh, to go so we pick up here um, in verse 35 and on that same day meaning uh, um, the day of enfoldment the same day uh, that he was preaching and teaching to the people uh, um, he said it's the same day it's time for us to go and evening had came and he said unto them let us pass over to the other side so when Jesus uh, said let us pass over suggested uh, that there was going to be a change uh, there was going to be a shift uh, from the their present state. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They work. They work at their current location, and what they have had going on um, has indeed concluded. It had came to an end, and now it's the time for them to embark upon something new, a new quest, a new work, and a new assignment. And that's what I want to partially come and tell you today. That it's time for you to shift, and it's time for you to change. The world is changing and stuff is shifting huh? before our very eyes when COVID hit huh? everybody huh, went in the midst of it huh? oh it'd be two weeks huh? oh it'd be a month if everybody stay still huh? it'll clear up and no huh? if we blanked huh? it had been about three years huh? that we had COVID but in the midst of chaos <laughs> in the midst huh? what seemed like when people was dying huh? people were losing their life huh? and people were losing loved ones huh? God was shifting huh? and God was turning huh? and he was moving things around in the dark so when it was time and what it was high time that something new will rise to the surface and now we are halfway if not almost to the surface when God is saying it's time to embark upon a new journey it's time for us to shift gears because in the dark is when I did my work it was in the dark that I shaped and formed and more from nothing to make something yeah. so the other side is not so much of a physical location but it's a shift in our mindset to ourselves to our true selves because um, oftentimes uh, I've heard people uh, live here in Fitzgerald and Oslo and Abbeville, Rochelle uh, Douglas and Tifton, uh, I can't wait to leave, uh, I can't wait to move uh, ain't nothing here, uh, well um, you here, I'm here so something is here uh, um, can anything come out of Fitzgerald, I'm just trying to understand uh, here I go, uh, when that mystical here I go, oh, oh yeah, so um, uh, so uh, um, if people are ready to leave uh, their geographical location, uh, but let me tell Tell you something before you get ready to leave you need to make sure huh, that you renew your mind huh, and renew your, your 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 mind and your thought process huh, because you can leave here Fitzgerald tipton Abbeville and, 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 and Douglas huh, and you can go to California you can go to New York huh, you can go to Atlanta huh, but if you have not renewed your mind huh, and change your thought process huh, California huh, Atlanta and New York gonna look just like Fitzgerald huh, it's gonna look just like Osceola because it's not about your little Location is about your mind. It's about your mind. It's about your thought process. I'm coming. I'm coming. I said, "An oh, hour. Well, let me get out of here." I'm um, so here. Um, God makes the decoration say, "Okay, it's time for us to go." Evening had none came, and it's in the dark that God moves. Uh, because let me say this because it's not in my text, but um, I heard the Holy Ghost say it was in the dark that they moved, but it was in the light that they got to the destination. Okay, let me let me finish this. Let me finish this. So verse 35, it says, In the same day, um, brother, I'll keep my time. In the same day, when the evening was come, and he said unto them, Let's, Let us pass over to the other side. Verse 36, and when they had sent away in a multitude, um, they took him, even as he was in the ship, and there were also little ships and, and the boat and the Bible um, also used goes between ships and boats um in there. So here, um the first thing I want you to do for the ones who's taking those. The first thing before you get ready to shift into your nets and go to the other side is one you got to dismiss the multitude. You got to dismiss the multitude here. Uh, multitude. What is the multitude? Um, we were looking at Zacchaeus. Um, I had preached about him, about going out on the limb. And he couldn't see Jesus because of the crowd. Multitude and crowd is interchangeable there in the Bible. And he couldn't see Jesus because of the crowd and the multitude stood in between and in the midst of Jesus. And that's the same thing with us. What is your crowd? What is your multitude that you you got to dismiss her huh? you got to let go huh? before you go to your net huh? a-, a lot of people huh, deal with trauma and experiences huh? a lot of people not even just that fight with themselves they battle uh, in their mind uh, from echoes, uh, from stuff that was done to them, uh, from unhealed traumas, uh, from stuff they never got access from. Uh, they deal uh, with not having a uh, an uh, absent parent. Uh, they deal, uh, uh, um, they deal uh, not just been raped but rape, or rape uh, and molested. They deal uh, with the echoes of their grandmama. Uh, they deal of uh, uh, being mistreated and abused, uh, they deal, uh, uh, let's go deeper uh, with the former marriage. Uh, oh God, because he treated you like mess, uh, he treated you you like crap uh, and you moved on but you never healed her uh, and so you looking her uh, because of what Billy did uh, you're looking uh, at Joe uh, and looking at Joe and Joe's look like Billy uh, but Joe really ain't Billy uh, Billy is the echo in your mind and because of your perception uh, and because you haven't healed her uh, oh Joe looks like Billy uh, but the, the, you got to let that go uh, because where you are going uh, you can't have no baggage uh, you can't have uh, and carry that uh, and only thing that is is dead weight that is bearing you down that way that keep you up at night that weight that have you crying that weight that have you depressed that weight that brains about inside That dead weight that you can't carry and the first thing you got to do before you shift and before you go to your nest you got to let the multitude go I gotta let it go I know I know what mama said And I know what grandmama said And I know how they did you And I know they probably was abusive with their words They probably was abusive uh, Physically But I gotta get to the point That I bring that up And I deal with it and I release it yeah. uh, So uh, the first thing um, First thing we must do Before we cross over is send away The crowd we got to send away the multitude uh, because you got to let them know this is a one-seat car. I can't take all y'all with me. This ain't a minivan, no church van. This ain't no Greyhound bus. This is a one-seater. My four-wheeler is for me and me only. And it ain't for everybody else. It's for me to go and to transition. And that's what you got to do. Baby, I know you love mama. My mama did me that way. I know you love mama. But guess what? Now you're of age and you're of mature age that you got to find out for yourself mama can't do it for you mama can't if mama could mama would but mama got her own cross to bear and you got your own cross to bear and you say i'm gonna carry this cross lord have mercy it must jesus bear help me prove this cross alone and all the world go free if there's a cross for There's one for me too, uh, saying that I got to bear my own cross uh, and I got to carry it uh, up a hill uh, called Gabgotha and I got to get on that cross uh, and I got to drop my head uh, and I got to die, uh, die to myself, uh, die to my will uh, so I can be risen and meet him in the air. Uh, Let me get out of here. Uh, Let me get out. Uh, uh, Y'all ain't finna talk about me. Uh, So. The crowd, the multitude of thoughts uh, um, are all set uh, that strain us. Uh, and it keeps you fighting a battle of me versus me. It keeps you in a war. Uh, and if you're not careful, uh, you be in that war and you project that war off on other people. And you're thinking other folks fighting with you. Uh, but as you fighting with you, uh, you got to change your perception and say, this is about me. This thing here is personal so gotta send away the multitude and they took him as he was in the ship here we were talking about jesus they took jesus and the disciples and they got in the boat they got in a seat of positive <laughs> thoughts and they got in from that positive so i can catapult and shift to my next and there was other little small boats that are around. There was other little positive thoughts that was hanging around. When they got ready to cross over, um, they arose. Verse thirty-seven. Um, a great storm of wind. Um, let me stop right here. Pause for, for gratification to let you know. Um, one indication is that you're on um um on the breakthrough of something great, on the breakthrough um um, um of something big. Um, is that storms come? Because once you out doing your thing, partying, drinking, laying up, not really paying attention to God or the I am on the inside of you, you can party all you want to. And it's like, man, I party, do my thing, and the time that I say, you know what, Lord, let me get right. Um, And sometimes death comes about um, to get you right. Death comes about to make a correction. I, I, I can't. I can't explain. I can't explain. That comes about to make a correction. Um, but long as you're doing what you wanna do, it's something. Um, some tra- tragic, tragic, a traumatic event, or calls you, or uh, shake you up, and it's like, Lord, let me let me get it together. But it's not until you say it's time for me to get it together, and you try that, it seems like all hell breaks loose like, I, I might as well have been out there doing what I wanted to do because I was comfortable. I didn't have to deal with anything, but the time that I say I'm finna submit myself um, to to God and his will, that's when all hell breaks loose. It's because those multitudes and those thoughts, um, they are in war because they don't want you. Now, they don't want you to become, um, come to four terms and come into who you really are. Because if you ever tap into uh, who you are uh, who's you are uh, what you possess uh, and what's on the inside uh, then it's over for the crowd it's over for the crowd push when you say long as I was partying with my friends huh, and we were getting drunk we was getting high huh, we was doing our own thing everything was good but when I wanted to separate myself huh, is when I find myself in the fault huh, with my friends and you thank you all that huh, you thank you more than us huh, who you thank you with you from the projects too? Huh, who yeah I remember you back in my huh, who you I know you were married huh, and you got a divorce huh, and you had kids out of wetlock who you thank you is huh, who you who you think who you think I, I don't care cuz you're going over there to that church it ain't ain't gonna last you're gonna be right back here but long as I was with them we was okay but the time I said I want something different I feel something different something that's pulling me and that's telling me to go ahead and I move and I start transitioning and that's when the war came because I wasn't doing what they were doing I started doing what I wanted to do now it's a problem that was a problem. And when you're in that state, huh, they try to remind you of what you have done, huh, who you were, huh, and, and what happened to you. And it's okay, baby. You can remind me all you want to, huh, because I will never forget huh, what I did. Huh? I will never forget huh, how far God brought me from her. Because guess what? I did it, huh? you did it. Huh? And I can hear our Lord, every time I see you, I hear a Baptist song. Now huh? the Baptist song say, look where he brought me from shoot he brought me out of darkness into the marvelous light look where he brought me from you ain't gotta remind me it was grace and mercy that brought me this far and it's gonna be grace and mercy carrying me on. I was. You keep talking, and I'm going to keep working. You keep talking, and I'm going to keep building. And I'm going to get so far away that I don't even hear you no more. And you're going to be talking to yourself because I got a plan, and I got a purpose, and I got a destiny in mind. And it's not there with you. It's moving forward to the higher calling of Christ Jesus. Let me get out of here. Let me go. You ain't got to remind me. I know what I did. I did it. You think you're going to hurt me because you're telling me what I did? I did it.
0: I was there. And it was fun. I just
1: changed my mind and said, okay, um, it's time to do something different. This ain't working. We well, got to remind me. You ain't got to break it up. Matter of fact, you want me to tell you what I did? because I did it and I had it and I enjoyed doing it. Okay, y'all, it was fun. It was fun at the club, I like loud music. It was fun at the club, DJ Kyle, my cousin, and we boom, boom. I enjoyed it.
0: <laughs>
1: I had fun. But guess what? I still have fun. I still like the live music and I'm still going to boom, boom. If you come back tonight at 10 o'clock, I'm going to just like Keith Lee on a Saturday night down there, down there at the boom boom room. Because nothing changed about me but my thought process Then I switched partners. So what I will do it to serve me, I do it to serve me. Once I would do it to serve my own feelings and my own will, I switched partners to the I am on the inside of me and I start serving who I am. Let me get out of here. um, And there rose a great storm of wind. Uh, Yeah, 37. Hand beat into the ship. The waves stopped coming into the ship. Um, And so that it was now full. So winds, so winds is life currents is that come from within us around the whole being. Um, um, but I'm gonna tell you something else that I discovered with wind. It's that wind is the executive power of the mind that also clears away for the higher consciousness to come upon the scene. Yeah, think about it. We have winds of life those those situations and stuff are on the inside of us within that we're fighting that we're we're battling with and it takes control of our whole being and if anybody has been on any medication um you know if for pain and like, it's gonna cause you to be drowsy you have no control over your body the medicine tells you what to do when to do it And that's how life wins or certain situations um, and experiences and stuff that we go through in life. It's like a medication that we take, but when it activated and do what it wants to do, it has control over your body. But also here, the wind is a power of the mind. When I have control over my thoughts, I have control of my emotions and my feelings, of my mind, it clears a way for the highest state of consciousness to push through. So uh, the Bible, the Bible says uh, that the wind, uh, um, what was going on was so strong that the boat started filling up with water. Mm -hmm. It's like, have you ever been in a situation that it felt like it was out of your control and you felt like you was drowning? And it's like, man, I feel like there's no point of return here. How am I going to make it through? How am I going to push through this? So the Bible says the wind, the wind, life, life currency, life traumas, life experiences and the stuff uh, that you have been through. uh, It had became so strong uh, and so violent uh, that water started filling up the boat. Um, And when we have storms, wind, most of the time, we're ready to back off and we're ready to stop the process to the other side. Because it's like, man, this is so strong. I don't feel like I can press through. I don't feel like I can go through. But let me tell you, I was driving um, to get here and the Holy Ghost said something to me. He said the same energy it takes to go back. is the same energy it takes to continue. And I almost, Josh, I'm right there on 475 and making almost float. But I'm telling you, I'm going to tow that challenger up and go down it. And he said, The same energy it takes to turn around and to go back is the same energy it takes to continue. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. So this boat, this positive, this positive thought start filling up with water. And you have to understand here is that the storm, <laughs> it wasn't the storm that the people was afraid of because we, we all have life issues and problems that we're dealing with. That is a process that we have to fight within ourselves to overcome. It was when they thought they was in a safe haven when the water started coming in the boat. They weren't scared of the storm. They wasn't scared of the storm. Because if they was, the Bible would have said, and after a great storm arose, basically, they would have started yelling Jesus then. But it wasn't until the water started coming in the boat, they didn't have no control of what was going on no more. Have you ever been in a situation when you were dealing with stuff, and at one point in time you had your hand on it? You can control it, you can stop it, you can do some it. But what happens when you come to a point that there is no control of what you got going on? Yeah. Yeah. You can't fix it, no matter how you try. Ain't no my own money. Can't fix it. Ain't no phone calls you can make to get no hookups that can fix it. It's just out of your control. But then the Bible goes on and say, let me back up. The Bible never said that Jesus went to sleep. It never said it. The, script, the scriptures never said. Y'all look at me crazy. I ain't scared. The scriptures never said that Jesus went to sleep. It never said he went to sleep. But it would pick up here in verse 38. And all of a sudden, we go at the bottom of the ship. And he's sleeping but nobody ever said he went and laid down so where was jesus when all this was going on <laughs> yeah glad you asked <laughs> where what was he because the bible never said that jesus went and laid down to take a nap then they start selling to get to the other side they just say they got on the boat They left the multitude, all the little boats was around and a storm came. They got scared because the water started filling up with the boat. And then they just say, in the bottom, he was asleep on a pillow. Anybody know anything about a pillow? That's a sign of comfort. So where was Jesus the whole entire time? Where was he? Was he even on the boat? Say, said, Portia, why you say that? Because they say he was sleeping in the bottom of the boat. But was he even in the boat? Think about it. Okay. So, don't do that, Pruitt. So, at the bottom part of the ship, because it never said he got on, but at the bottom of the part of the ship, asleep on the pillow, they awaken him. They went down to the bottom and said, Master, they yelled, Master. Dude, you don't see what's going on out here? And you out here, sleep. Can I tell you that sometimes some storms and some things that we're going through that God is lying dormant on the inside of us, but it's up to you to get his attention and to sound your own alarm to pull him from the bottom to the top for he can come to your rescue. Um, so they, 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 who was they? The disciples, they went and awakened awaken him. Tells me huh, that they had to come together as a collective body in order to operate huh, to awaken what was sleep. The 12 um, disciples, uh, the 12 powers uh, of man came in an alignment, and they awakened the Christ that was asleep. Yeah. And so, uh, so they went and yelled. They yelled once when they was once calling him Jesus. Then their terminology changed, and they turned around and called him Master. Because when you in a desperate situation and got stuff going on that's out of your control, your language change, what you say change, how you pray change, how you fast change, you get on the ball. And that's what we got to do in this day and time in order to cross over when the winds and the waves of life be in the pun. Me, I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to have a positive thought process, and I'm trying to use this positivity to Transition and go, but when I'm in a situation where it seems like there is no hope, all hope is lost. I don't just call him Jesus, but I awaken the Master. I awaken the I am on the inside of me, and it's not—it's not the same person. But my thing is my perception of him changed. Katomari, and I don't just see Jesus; I see Master it goes from uh, just the Christ uh, to the I am uh, that's on the inside of me uh, so when the life currents on the inside uh, is rolling uh, and raging uh, and becoming bolsterous, uh, you have to awaken what's underneath Um, that's on the top of you uh, Portia what are you saying uh, I have all this stuff uh, that's flying around in my mind uh, and it's a whole category 5 storm uh, going on in my thought process uh, but underneath uh, that is a quiet still voice the christ the i am that i must awaken with my mouth well, um, you need bible uh, let me mess with you end of the world because in the scriptures it tell us um, that a trumpet sound which is a voice and then the dead in christ risen you, you, you think they're going to feel that it happen? No, 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 no. Uh, it's talking about spiritually. Uh, when that trumpet sound getting ready for me to marry myself and do away with the old and accept the new. This new mindset, this new heaven, this new earth, um, this new Jerusalem is that something has to die. Something has to go away. And when the trumpet sound, you got to learn How to sound your own alarm, your own trumpet with your mouth. Open up your mouth and call him Jesus, Master, Savior you uh, to come see about me I wish I had uh, about five people uh, and what was once sleeping uh, at the bottom of your boat uh, is going to rise and come to uh, the occasion uh, and it says here uh, what they call, uh, called his name master uh, that awakened him uh, means that I am uh, came out of his sleep uh, and it took control of what was going on it took uh, control. Uh, verse 39 says, uh, and when he arose, uh, and when he got up, uh, the first thing he did was rebuke yeah. the wind. Yeah. Golly, uh, he re- Reboot. Huh? Reboot the, the, the wind. Huh? Um, every every life current huh? that was going on that was causing huh? trauma huh? and problems and issues in your life. Huh? Those experiences. Huh? Things that you have been through that you haven't told nobody about. Huh? He arose. The I am huh? the, uh, the living God huh? on the inside of you. Huh? And he rebuked huh? the wind. Which means, huh? let me tell you something. only thing huh? that you can reboot. Huh? Reboot is the thing that's alive. I, I rebuke you. You see, what you rebuking? You out of order, I just rebuke you. No, 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 no. The rebuke rebu- we rebu- use in this text, let me tell you what it means. It means um, um, when you rebuke something, um, um, what do you, uh, you put a muzzle on it. a muzzle, I shut it up. So the first thing that they, when the awakened Christ, uh, um, not the sleeping Christ, but the awakened Christ uh, got up, the first thing he do is put a muzzle uh, on my thought process. Because I get in the boat, huh, and then once I'm getting the boat trying to get her huh, to the real me, huh, to the true me, huh, to the other side of me, huh, storms of life come and rage. Huh, and I'm on this ship trying to cross over her. Huh, and while I'm on this ship trying to cross over her, huh, um, the wind causes the water huh, to come into my positivity. Huh, um, and what I do huh, is I yell huh, from what is asleep. Huh, um, because you can tell huh, uh when I need my mama huh, and she asleep, you know she going only hear out of one ear, but when I did my mama and she's asleep or the doors are closed and I'm in a desperate situation I yell Donna what God What? but my yelling got her attention and causes her to respond so, when they yell, Master, the first thing he do, he ain't even said nothing to nobody because God knows the beginning from the end, he knows the is, and he knows the else. He arose to the occasion that I am will arise to the occasion on the inside of you and put a muzzle for what that loud noise put a muzzle to the memory that's playing in your mind, put a muzzle to every trauma and every experience, put a muzzle on the Things of which you think you can't do huh? it put a muzzle huh? on the things that has been hindering you huh? it put a muscle huh? on the things that have been trying to stop you huh? from crossing over, huh? it put a muzzle huh? on your mom and daddy opinion, huh? it put a muzzle huh? on your friends' opinion of you, huh? it put a muzzle huh? on that thing, and after it put a muzzle, then it tells the sea. Be still be peace. Be still means after it muzzle it, it silence it. Yeah. Yeah. It tell it to hush deep. You yeah. can, you better she but I mean you. My mama used to do us in that store. You better shut. You better shut your mouth. You better. You, you what? And then that number right there. You got it. But that's what Christ did to the life currents and waves. He muzzled it. And then after he muzzled it, because uh, um, if you think about it, I, my grandma used to do this to me. I could be running my mouth, because I talked a lot when I was a kid. You can tell, Kenya. I know. man, um, she would take my lips, and she would put my lips closed, even, even with her pinching my lips. And I'm talking about my grandma Shelly. And when she pinched my lips, Daisy did it to her, and would turn my lips.
0: And had a voice. You
1: heard me talk and that was happening that's the reason why he came as he had told the ways to stop her he rebuked the ways and put a muzzle on it but just because he put a muzzle on it it was still making noise and some of you still got that problem to the day that you trying to her, that the winds and life stuff is going on but it's still making an echo you still could hear it when you go to sleep but not only do you have to rebuild the winds and the wave but after that you got the. I your own mouth say peace peace yeah. to i know you've been loud and i muzzled you but you still making a noise but now i'm going to silence you i'm going to hush you i'm going to give you the inability to speak and when i muzzle something you stop it from speaking and you stop it from expressing its thoughts God Almighty, I got to stop you huh, from expressing your thoughts huh, in my mind, huh, cause I have somewhere to be. Huh. I got to get to the other side, huh, and you, I'm not taking you with me. Huh. I'm gonna adapt and take on some new thoughts, huh, so cause I don't want huh, where I come from to look like where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. So everything huh, that I am, huh, um, that i thought, huh, that I've been through, huh, it wasn't for nothing if you can just reflect back on 2023, say I lost some things, some things sometimes I felt like quitting, sometimes I felt like throwing in the towel, I lost some family members, I lost a lot of stuff, not only did I lose, I might have been, but guess what baby, I didn't break, I might have fallen, but guess what baby, I didn't break, I kept holding on to God's unchanging hand, good God almighty, I kept holding on to God's unchanging hand the fire, it refined me the wall fell it strengthened me and in my mind what I thought was a tomb it actually became a womb for me to birth birth and walk into the year of the rebirth the year of realignment the year of a reset and I came out of the cave and you got to be out like Elijah you got to come out of the cave and you got to prophesy to the four winds, and you got to walk into the season like it's yours What you thought huh, was a tomb for me, huh? um, it actually was a womb, huh? and I ain't did this all day. Huh? But look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you might as well cancel the funeral. Because I made a choice to live. I decided today that I am going to live. I'm going to live to see what he says. I'm going to live. I'm going to live. I know stuff may come. Make me want to fall and give up. But I'm going to push and press until I see what he said. So here. So here. We learn we learn give me 10 minutes I'm over time why y'all let me go over time ah. y'all wrong see y'all me take your time and then when I take my time <laughs> it's all right thank you Dean <laughs> you need you need to license him or something I told you uh-uh, I hit. <laughs> do I want to touch that um, so I got I got some prophecies I want to release I'm going to give you a little bit of, you know, got some prophets I want to leave. Before, let me say these things. We can't learn, we can't learn that our faith has no power as long as we are afraid and don't trust it. Our faith has no power as long as we are afraid to trust it. Our faith is what God has said. Regardless of how it looks, I'm not leaning and dependent on what I see with my natural eye, but I am leaning and dependent on the eye, the spirit that's on the inside of me. And I have to believe what he said, even if I can't see what he said. So I, when you arrive to this other side, meeting, I have found it physically, saw what my spirit has started. And until you see the other side, don't you stop moving. A couple things. We are in, here's your your prophetic word. We are in the season of the Advent, A-D-V-E-N-T. We're in the season of the Advent, meaning that something is coming, that something is about to arrive on the scene. And guess what? It's something that you're expecting. Think about it. Need Bible? Give your Bible. People, no, I'm going to give you a real life illustration. People are waiting for God to come. And instead of them looking within, they looking without to the sky, And so, They are anticipating on an arrival, but instead of looking on the inside, they're looking on the outside. So we're in that season that you are about to get ready to see what he said. I know, and it's not cliche. I know people say it all the time, but I I will not tell you nothing that I did not hear. I promise you. I promise you I won't. Because then I have to give an account for it. Oh, okay. Okay. But we're in a coming up on the, the, the season of the Advent where something is coming, something is arriving. But you got to do your part. You want to sit back and wait on God. But God, like, I want to know you. Come on. You can walk on the water, Peter. Just keep your eye on me. That's the other Jesus, not the black Jesus. Peter, keep your eye on me. Come on. Walk, walk. You can walk. Just look at me. Peter, look at me. But we're in the season of the advent. Something means something coming or arrival, especially something, or who that is expected. I was in prayer and I heard this clear as day. It says, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. I was in prayer. That Sunday night, Evangelist Thornton came, turned right around. And I, I told you I always get confirmation and taught it in Bible study. But prepare ye the way of the Lord. I'm not talking about him cracking through the sky. I'm talking about him coming in you. Yeah. Prepare means to be firm, to be stable, to be established, to be set up, and to be ready to make an arrangement. So we are preparing to meet him face to face mercy we are preparing to meet him face to face face to face we don't been through the chaos and stuff it's shifting and a new order is about to come upon the scene but who um, is ready and what vessels and what people cause God is not coming down here to do anything his next thing that he is going to do he's going to do it through man but I got to have some willing vessels who will who will quiet in their thought process uh, and work on them, be serious about it, uh, but also be in my face in prayer. uh. What God gave me about praying uh, on Saturday, I told mama, I said, God said, I got to start praying on Saturday at 11 uh, at the church. And she said, okay, uh, um, go ahead and start praying. But prayer, uh, I'm here at the church and for ones that are here can testify, it helps you uh, hear the voice of God. It helps you to learn uh, how to commune with God. It helps you to see uh, we have a a moment, uh, that we sit and we listen while the worship music is playing and we hear from God and you practice to distinguish from your voice and your voice from your voice and his voice and prayer is one of the keys that unlocks your next not just prayer but studying your word of God studying not to try to rattle off what you know but I study as pastor would say is for my living I'm studying and learning all this for me not to rattle off or get in an argument in a fight with somebody because they going to remain asleep until it's time for them to wake up. And there's nothing you can do. they on the road of Damascus, doing their own thing. But until that light shine and until they make a about face, they're already on their road, which is a turning point in their life. And you just be that light once they come. You're able to give and give and explain what you know, how you know, and why you know. Last thing. Let me get out of here. The Noah's anointing. I'm gonna preach on it. The Noah's anointing. No. you I gonna see me a pastor fight. The Noah's anointing. God was telling me I was writing, I have a whole tablet. Um, had a friend of mine. She was telling me, so you need to keep your keep your tablet. Do your journal. You need to write. Yeah. Write. Man, I've been writing. I'm on my my third tablet now. Just write, just writing, just writing. But in my writing time, after I pray, I write because I hear what he said and I write what I I hear and I write what I see. And he called it the Noah's anointing. Portia, what are you saying? If you go in the book of Genesis, in the book of Genesis, Noah was doing his own thing and rocking out. And God told him something to do that had never been done before. And Noah was like, um, uh, do what? And God, this goes back to the arrival and God releasing and doing stuff that has never been done in this world before. Um, And you got to be careful what you label God and not God. Because if people never seen it before, um, how can you say if it's God or not God? That's when you try the spirit by the spirit. Not trying to discern people. You ain't right. No, 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 no. That ain't what your discernment is for. Ain't. I want your servant. Your servant it, is not for that. But he said, I'm giving um, people who are ready to receive, and it's not just for me. He told me to release it. A uh, um, uh, um, anointing uh, to build something that has never been seen before. But you've got to be in the posture. Huh? Be in the posture so you can hear uh, what to build, how to build, and why to build. Yeah. What to build. How to build, why to build. Push Portia, back it up. In the Bible, Um, Jesus, I'm I'm finna get out of here, Mom. Um, Jesus, um, uh, the Christ was telling Noah, he said, look, I need you to build an ark. He told him what to build. He told him how big to build it. And he told him why to build, because I'm finna do something that ain't never done before. But I need to save you and your family. And the crazy part is, Noah only had sons because they had to produce after their own cow once he did what he's supposed to. And then I need you to take an animal, male and female, because once I send this flood and this rain to wash and to do away, it's going to be a new that's going to arrive. But the truth be told, who is the willing vessel to heal the instructions? who are the people that say Lord I, I, I want to hear what you're saying I want to I want to I want to do whatever you're saying to do but can I tell you that that even when you're hearing and this anointing is being released for um, the what to build how to build and why to build can I tell you if you will horn in it's some stuff that will set you up for life not just you for your children not for your children but your children children but you have to be in the posture and remain there to receive instructions and even with no we were building the ark. People talked about Noah. People bashed Noah. The only thing Noah had to hold on was what God had said. And if I got what he said to hold on, if I got put a faith of a mustard seed, regardless of what they say, regardless of how they feel, regardless of them in my name, they dog Noah out and talked about him and he kept building. They scandalized his name, but he kept building. They talked about him. What Noah got going? Oh, no, he building that thing. Why he building that her And you have to understand. Let me release this. And a lot of people can't see what you see, and a lot of people don't hear what you hear. So you can't go off of other people's opinion when you're the one have the relationship with God. You got the relationship. Huh? And if God said to build it, huh, he going to tell you how huh, and why huh, and where to build it. He said what to build. Build uh, an ark. Huh? And he said uh, um, how to build huh? He gave the measurements huh, how to build it. Huh? And he said why to build He said because it's going to rain to do something they had never done before, but you are my servant that I have chosen to build this, to build, to tear down, and to build up what I released to you on your pastor's anniversary. I had something totally different. And you can ask Raven and Darius, I was at the trailer going crazy, and I said, That's not what God said, I got to go back. And he said, And in Jeremiah, he said, Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew thee, and I've set you apart and sanctified you for a time as this. And he goes on and he gives Jeremiah instructions, he said, To build to tear down her and to build up her to plant her into a root and that's what you're going to do and you will set a trend I ain't gonna say that on camera I tell you I tell you you're gonna set a trend You're going to set a trend, and when you become a trailblazer, you blaze the trail, and that's why it's been hard and it's been difficult because you are using what God said to cut down the trees and the woods for other people to come behind you. When you are a trail center, when you are a trailblazer, huh, and you are blazing the trail huh, for other people, you're the one huh, that is, is cutting down the trees. Huh. You're the one that's moving the branches, huh, and not just for yourself but for other people. Huh. And you're clearing the way, huh, and you're preparing the way of the Lord, huh, and you're laying a sound and the alarm, huh, and releasing the siren, huh, and say the Lord is coming. Huh. The Lord is coming. Huh. Prepare you the way of the Lord. Huh. Just like I'm moving these trees huh, and these branches for you to come through, huh. you got to do that in your mind huh, so you can prepare the way huh, of the Lord huh, prepare the way of the Lord huh, prepare the way of the Lord huh, and that's the reason why he said I'm gonna give you anointing huh, because you're gonna build something that has never been built before huh, and people are gonna see something they never seen before yeah. stand to your feet God said, I want to use you as a conduit from eternity to time to bring something to the universal mind that has never been seen before Look at your neighbor and say, God is about to do something big, and I'm included. Dear God, we worship you and we thank you so much for what you have done for us in 2023. God, we are expecting uh, um, the, um, the supernatural in year. Uh, we're going to build uh, until you see uh, what you have said. Uh, we're going to lay the foundation uh, until we see uh, what you have said. God, we give you praise on today. Uh, we give you honor on today. Uh, and we worship you uh, for what you have released. Uh, we worship you uh, for what you have said. Uh, we worship you uh, and we empty ourselves out before you, huh? putting ourselves on the altar huh? as a living sacrifice, huh? holy and acceptable. Huh? It is our reasonable service. Huh? God, we thank you huh? for what you have done, huh? what you are doing, huh? and what you're going to do. Huh? So God, help us huh? to press through the winds, huh? to press through the waves, huh? so we can get to the other side, huh? so we can see what you have said. Huh? Help us to sustain. Huh? Help us to stand. Huh? Help, help us huh? to be everything that you have called us to be, huh? regardless of our past regardless of what we've been through regardless of what we're going through we're going to stand firm in faith until we see what you have said and we thank you with praise on our lips praise on our lips we enter in with thanksgiving and praise on our lips and we say thank you and we got a couple more hours before we enter into 2024 but today I'm not waiting on January at first So right now and today I'll give you praise right Right now and today, I thank you for what you're going to do. Right now and today, I'm just thankful that I'm above the ground, not below the ground. I'm thankful that I have life. I'm thankful that I have my limbs. I thank you for another chance. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for what are you going to do. God says I'm ready to shift you. This is not even about the new year but I am ready to shift you to the other side of you ready to show you another another side of me but you got to be prepared and you got to be ready because ain't no going back ain't no turning around once you get out here and he said it's easy, it's simple, the same energy that you use to turn around is the same energy you can use to continue So, God, we glorify you and we magnify you. In Jesus' name, come on, put your hands together.